of Yeah Real Good. My name is John. I'm Chris. I'm Alan. What we do here on <laughs> what we do here on Yeah Real Good is we review movies. We take one a week, we grab somebody from that movie, and then we watch a different movie with them in it, and we review that the next week. And so on and so on and so on. And that's it. That's the format. Mm-hmm. Very simple. Very simple yeah. format. We give you a week to follow along. We tell you where you can watch it. We're super nice like that. Mm-hmm. Usually, where you can watch it. Also, sometimes it's not even streaming anywhere. Which, sometimes. How the audacity right, to know. not be streaming on the millions and services out there. All yeah, these... for them to not stream Undercover Blues. <laughs> Those sons just... of... What a sore moment that was. <laughs> but this one was pretty easy. Last week, we did The Princess Bride, yes. which is available on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. And then I took Carrie Elways from that, and I brought him into the 1997 movie Liar, Liar. Starring Jim Carrey, available on Netflix. It is uh, until the thirty first of October. Correct. So if you are watching yeah. this episode, listening to this episode after October thirty first, Halloween, I don't know where it's streaming. You're just going to have to remember it. You know? It's also on TV, like every other day. It, all so, the TBS yeah. has it right yeah. now, streaming. Right. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So you got any background on this, Jim? Little bit. So, this is the second of three Jim Carrey and Shattuck directors collaborations. They first did a collaboration. Shattuck's directorial debut was Ace Ventura in 94, um, and it was Carrey's kind of big breakout thing. Uh, So, they did that one, they did this one, and then they also did Bruce Almighty. All three were all Carrey and he did other things. So, he's a good director, not really well known because he only did one bigger one before this. But they all did extremely well at the box office. Uh, the opening weekend of Liar Liar made $31 million in 2,800 theaters. Second highest three-day opener ever for Universal Studios, coming only seconds to Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Wow. The film surpassed Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to have the largest March opening weekend. Huh. Uh, it held the record for five years until Ice Age beat it in 2002. Huh. That's sad. Yeah. In North America, it made $181 million at the box office and other territories, and it made $121 million for a total of $302 million worldwide. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, for a comedy movie in 1997. It's a lot of scratch. I thought so, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, I, yeah, I, so this I, is. I didn't have the budget for it, but also it couldn't. Besides paying actors, it couldn't have been super high. It wasn't really like they did. Yeah, they didn't do a lot of special effects. Yeah. They they had to pay a stunt man who didn't look a lot like Jim Carrey for a few things, but uh, yeah. but it's my pick, so I'm gonna tell you all about it. I uh, had a little bit of busy day today, so we're gonna run from Wikipedia.org. You're welcome, <laughs> Wikipedia. All right, liar, liar. 1997. Jim Carrey plays. Fletcher Reed, he's a lawyer, divorced father living in L.A. He loves spending time with his young son, Max. Maximilian. Maximilian. However, Fletcher also has a habit of giving precedence to his career, breaking promises to Max and his ex-wife, Audrey, and then lying about the reasons which has made him a successful defense lawyer at his firm. After Fletcher misses Max's birthday party, when senior partner Miranda lures him to get promoted by having sex in the office. Max makes a birthday wish for Fletcher to be unable to lie for a single day. Fletcher soon discovers this through a series of embarrassing incidents that he's unable to lie, mislead, or withhold the truth to the point that his body physically resists the effort to write a false statement. These incidents alienate Fletcher from both Miranda and his secretary, Greta, gets his car impounded, when he confesses all of his traffic infractions and unpaid tickets to a policeman, causes him to the inability to bend the truth in court. His newest client is Samantha Cole, a gold digger who wants a net sum from her soon-to-be ex-husband, Richard Cole. The main witness, Kenneth Falk, with whom Samantha has been cheating, is eager to lie in court to win, but Fletcher can't suborn perjury. Meanwhile... Audrey is planning to move to Boston with her fiancé, Jerry, and decides to take Max with them to protect him from any future disappointments that Fletcher may cause him. Fletcher tries desperately to delay the case, even beating himself up in the bathroom, but is unable to lie his way into a continuance. Knowing that he can't deny the proof of Samantha's adultery, he successfully disputes the validity of her prenup after discovering that she signed it as a minor without parental consent. This entitles Samantha to 50% of Richard's marital assets, allowing Fletcher to win the case truthfully. However, Samantha also insists on contesting custody of their children for an extra $10,000 a month for child support. A disheartened Fletcher, realizing that he's corrupted Samantha with his lies, watches as she pulls her crying children out of Richard's arms. Horrified, Fletcher demands that the decision be reversed, but his attitude angers the judge, and he's arrested for contempt. Fletcher calls Audrey to bail him out, but she informs him that their plane leaves for Boston that night. Greta then learns this, comes and bails him out, because he's turned over a new leaf with all his honesty. (laughs) Uh, Recognizing Max as his highest priority, Fletcher rushes to the airport, hijacks a stairway, mobile stairway, to pursue the plane on the runway. After throwing one of his shoes at the plane's windshield, the pilots bring the plane to a stop. Fletcher's injured, breaks his legs, mobile stairway, gets thrown off. He's leaving on a stretcher. He vows to Max that he'll spend more time with him. He says that despite the fact that he's free to lie now that the 24 hours have elapsed, it feels better to be honest. Max believes him, and Audrey, encouraged by Jerry, decides to remain in California. Flash forward. One year later, Fletcher and Audrey are celebrating Max's sixth birthday. Max makes a birthday wish only to find that Fletcher and Audrey are kissing when the lights come back on. Fletcher asks Max if he wished for them to get back together, but Max says no, he wished for rollerblades. They all laugh. Kid's got a shitty haircut. The claw oh comes out, chases him around the house, and then we're done. That, that is, end. That yes. end. 
great great movie uh the first thing i mentioned was the, his the kid's haircut it is so 2000 <laughs> haircut yeah it's just it's so bad they're still doing that to kids like hey kid yeah. do you want to be a star yeah. Here, put this bowl on your head. <laughs> like, like, but it's not a, even a it's, full bowl. It's a tapered bowl. It's, it's like a, a rite of passage. You yeah. want to be a kid actor? This is your fucking haircut. Yeah. You have to look like a page from the 1500s. Yeah. So that's liar, liar. Yeah. I mean, I know yes. I've seen it countless um, times. Same. I've yeah. seen it a million times. And it I'm fairly certain I thought saw it in theaters too. Actually, I'm, I, I'm not uh, positive. I think I did though. I know for a fact I did. You're you also a little older than I'm. A little bit older. Uh, yeah, I had the ability to get there by myself. <laughs> What'd you say? It beat out. It lost to Ice Age, but it beat that out was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So, so TMNT was the same year. Teenage Mutant okay. Ninja Turtles was the same year that this came out, and it was uh, the box office of. Which mutant? Uh, March. So the first one. So March. Oh. March weekend. Uh, okay. So overall, it's, it's, March. it's surpassed. Yeah. Uh, for the largest March weekend. Um. But in the same year, it came only seconds to different year, obviously. But Jurassic Park for the second highest grossing Universal film. That's crazy. I gave Ninja Turtles a lot more of my money than I gave Jim <laughs> Carrey, but he's doing yeah. okay for himself. Yeah. You know. First thing I wrote down, and I like the scene where we meet Carrie Elways from The Princess Bride, and he's just the gopiest son of a bitch. Love him. But yeah. he's great. Yeah. I love him. He's great. And, he's so authentic, too. And it's the best part about it. It's the thing. It's just like you're, you, they're not trying to paint him as a villain at no. any point in the movie. Nope. Like he, but he is, you know, the boyfriend of the ex. But when he gives him this baseball mitt and he's like, wow, great gift, dad. Yeah. Thanks, son. Thanks, son. I, <laughs> so great. I love that shit. God, I, I forgot how much I Same. laughed at this movie. Same. I, I'm sure she's probably, I wouldn't say annoyed with me, but I felt I was laughing every five seconds. Yeah. Or like, or like chuckle. And it's, it was every, it was fucking hit, 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 hit. Yeah. Banger. Got, like he was, yeah, top of his game in the 90s. I mean, he's still when he puts stuff out is pretty good yeah, yeah. and it's it's the quip and it's again it felt different and, I, and maybe it's you know the nostalgia but the 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 90s had a great feel good but also funny moment right it wasn't slapstick for the most part a lot of it was but like it wasn't the rest of the quips back and forth were just funny lines yeah even, even when you know, Jerry's just being Jerry. They don't even make him to be this like obscure, super awkward guy. He's just a normal yeah, awkward he's guy. He's like a hospital administrator. But he's yeah. he's <laughs> super genuine. Like he's a yeah. realistic character. They don't make they don't do a parody of uh, a, a character. They just make the character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm genuinely interested in your son and I want to be a part of your life. Yeah. Like, oh. Oh, like, I like oh. Jerry. Yeah. yeah. I love Jerry. Yeah. To so, say it's funny watching this now as an adult versus as a kid, because as a kid I love Jim Carrey. Yeah. And then watching this now, I still love Jim Carrey. I still love the movie. But there were times where I was like, he was so annoying. Yeah. Holy shit. And then thinking as an adult from like the mom's perspective, because yeah. I'm probably close to the age she is in this movie, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. But like, I would be livid if that was the father of my child. Yeah. That's Oh why, my God. That's why I can't believe... I. I, I remembered, but I forgot about the ending to it. That they I, got back together? Yeah. Yeah, so did I. That was such a 90s move. they shouldn't have. Holy fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also, Max, did you wish for the lights to go out and rollerblades? Yeah. Because I, <laughs> like, I thought they just had the light from the candles. Is that what they it were was, trying to do? Is that the I, move? I thought that's what it was I trying thought, to yeah, do. It, yes and no, because there was light on in the kitchen. There was, there was lights in the background. 
Yeah. But like the kitchen itself or yeah, the, yeah. The, okay. the dining All room right. the dining room itself wasn't lit up. So they tried to make it look like it was Those just six candles put off some fucking light. Yeah. They did. Yeah. I was like, he wished for the lights to go out and rollerblades. Yes. Um, obviously. They, this is a, a titty that I didn't write down, but just one I read. So it's, it's, this is a half titty. Ooh, Surprise, no, this titty. Is, I mean, if it's a genuine titty. Titty well, off the dome. Well, so part part of it is they, the, the directors, writers, producers, they intentionally didn't explain the magic behind it. They didn't say why he the wish came true it right. doesn't matter it, 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 right yeah. It yeah. so like 90s it, it just fucking happened man yeah 90s it's, it's, parents are getting back together it's like um when the simpsons used to be good yeah that's what why this movie is good because it was ridiculous but also had a point yeah to it which is why the simpsons suck now is it's ridiculous and there is no point they don't no, try to there's no heart to it at all oh no you know what i mean like, yeah like the old simpsons with like the when lisa becomes a vegetarian yeah that one's so good right because at the end, he gives her a veggie back ride, and they play Maybe I'm Amazed, but, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. it's such a good, sweet moment. It's still a cute, feel-good thing after a pig flies through the air of exactly. this broken, destroyed barbecue. Like, it's, right. it's goofy, it's extreme, and, yeah. but then it also is still heartfelt Which is why this movie is still good, is because it's ridiculous, but yeah. also it's like it has underlying sweet moments. Yes. Yeah. Which Just, is what I appreciate about a comedy movie, which is why I can't watch, like, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia or, like, yeah. things oh, like that. Just where it's, random, where it's, it's just, just random scatterbrained shit. And, it's all, and, and it's none of it's just, feel good. It's, no. They're, yeah, they're no horrible people and there's no yeah, repercussions. If there's no feel good to it, I no. don't want to watch it. So if you had taken that plot out or if they hadn't got it back together or, like, something like that, I don't think it would have been as good. Well, see, they could have been they could have been celebrating his birthday together. But they, yeah, but they didn't need to mm. get back together. I don't know. But, yeah. Because, again, like you said, the... Kind of like honestly, the end of marriage story. Where yeah. It's just like, yeah, we're divorced, but you know, we're both here. Yeah, it's true. We're both at your yeah. birthday party. But like you said, very nineties. Very nineties. If 90- this movie was made today, they wouldn't have gotten well, it. Well, no. Here's the thing. All right, so this was the most nineties move, uh, and it's still used today. Is why, like, I wrote, why does every law movie have to be about somebody trying to make partner? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like that's just like the whole. That's the plot point of every legal movie sure. yeah well and i gotta win this big case mm-hmm. so old other, man allen's breathing down my neck i want to make partner yeah. fuck oh, jesus the other like, part of it too it's like he's supposedly an up-and-comer like yeah he's winning some cases and he's cocky but like supposedly an up-and-comer like you're you're, you're a 30 year old lawyer yeah you've only been out of law school and practicing for couple years. a couple of years now Let's yeah see how why are you works. trying to make partner immediately well so he can buy suits that fit <laughs> we literally talked about that. He's numerous times. He's okay. paying nine hundred dollars for a suit, and it doesn't even fit. No, that's how they're supposed that's to fit in nineteen ninety-seven. There's, there's no. eighteen buttons. Yeah, it's wide as fuck. It's double just breasted. a brick. Yeah. Double breasted. It's that's how it's supposed to fit in the nineties. God, I'm. I mean, I miss the nineties, and they were just like ten days ago. But I made I made a post about this on 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 the Facebook. Yeah, uh, it came up in my feeds a while ago. Uh, my memories. Because I was rewatching the the Friends series, yeah. Because I, I I have a soft spot in my heart for Friends, and a lot of it's good. A lot of it's really fucking bad. When you go back and look at it, it's awful. And Ross is the worst fucking human being. Um, uh, a lot of yeah, more, a lot of more, all fucking terrible. But I hate Ross. But all of their outfits, especially uh, Chandler's and Ross's, because they wear suits and whatever. Oh else, yeah, it is atrocious. Hiked up and the the. The dress shirt that's overly baggy and like mm-hmm. pouched up around the belt with tight cinch. It looks oh my god, that the, was the nineties. I bet if I pulled out so pictures of my school dances, 
<laughs> it's me with my it's so shirt bad. popped out and yeah. wearing a fucking weave belt with my jabos. Yeah. Oh, man. Hell yeah. You remember jabos? No, I remember, the, I remember the weave belt. Weave I remember belt. the weave belt. Um, he was 35 when this movie okay. was made. Okay, okay. so he cl- closer, I guess, but like, he's, so he's my age. If if I was a lawyer... Which, if you got out of school, how long was law school? Five. I don't know. Four years of undergrad. Probably so, four years on. of... Hang on. Hang let, me on. Get it, right. let me get on Google. Okay, so let, let, <laughs> let's say he started at 18. So 18 to uh, add another four years there. So yeah. he's getting out of uh, undergrad and he's going to grad school. And then if he does go through all that, so eight years, 26, 27, maybe. Plus, you got to like clerk and do all that bullshit. Yeah. I don't know. That's why I don't do it. So so early. So let's, <laughs> that, that's let, why. Yeah, that's that's why. the only reason. Let's just say it's it's just before he turns 30. He's already practicing. Yeah. And he's still doing some good cases. starting to win some now and with, with, with a reputable law firm. Yeah. So maybe, I guess. But why would you be working for the law firm for like two, three years and be like, I'm going to make partner? I know. I think, it, well, in 1997, when I saw this in the theater, I laughed so hard. And I laughed this morning thinking about how hard I laughed because <laughs> you don't remember until you rewatch it. It's like, God, I laughed so fucking hard in the theater. Because yeah. usually I, I'll keep it to myself. But when he wakes up and realizes he can't lie when she says, you know, was how that was good? it? I've had better. I've yeah. had better. Uh, and she kicks him out. And then he wakes up the next morning and, and he's laughing about, about it. it. Mm-hmm. And he's brushing his teeth. And, and he's he, like, he just keeps saying it. Like, and then when he stands at the elevator, he pushes the button. And he, and just, he just laughs himself <laughs> he again. He laughs again to himself. And he doesn't even really say it. But yeah. the way they shot that mm-hmm. sequence was so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. I love how subtle it was, too. Because at first he was like pissed at himself and he was mad and he was thinking about it. the next morning he wakes up he goes i've had better what was i thinking <laughs> I've had better. and then brush your teeth he goes that was really funny <laughs> yeah i've had better and then um, the door opens and the girl with the big boobs is there and you're just like "Ooh, what's he gonna say to her yeah <laughs> i wonder <laughs> i wonder yeah. it only got better it, it didn't but the, the outtakes the end of the, the for the credits i love that they oh, added yeah. that in i so Endlessly quotable, now as an adult, me and some of my other buddies, especially in the, the kitchen industry when I used to work, was the I've had better was at least a three times a day quote. Oh, like, absolutely. Whether we're you or we're tasting a soup or we're putting things out, like we've seen, you know, I'm plating something up and I'm sitting out the window, like, how's it look? I'm like, oh, I've had better. <laughs> I've had better. <laughs> so a couple times a day, yeah. easily. But the other one, when I was a kid, the one that always made me lose it, and I don't know why this was endlessly quotable, my sister will back me up if she ever listens to this shit is when he crumbles up the paper to gives it to her, he goes, a goose! And he just... <laughs> just it's it. a goose! I lost my shit to that, and we would co- we would quote that all the time, and we had a pond in our backyard where the geese would show up. So he'd just be like, a goose! <laughs> a goose! And, and he just, did say, a goose! Yes. Like, three minutes before that actually happened in the movie when we watched it today. Yes. And I was like, what the fuck what are the you fuck talking about? I watched it this morning. I was like, oh. I watched yeah. it this morning so too. So too busy watching baseball, but that's only going to last another day or so. Stop being a Minnesota fan. Hey, man, get, I, get cocky again. Like our, you should be. I, I haven't been cocky since I was in fourth grade. Okay, it's Max's birthday. Yep. It's, ball, it's almost time for the big wish. Mm-hmm. He's turning five. Yep. One, and he's not. They're not cutting the cake until eight fifteen. Well, that's because he wanted to wait for his dad. 
That is true. They uh, she says that on the phone. She goes, he won't cut the cut cake, the cake until, until you get here. Okay. So that's, sorry. Sorry to. No, but that's all right. But fuck, I mean, that kid's in bed. I felt bad yeah. for all the other kids that were there. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. The, And the clown was still there? Why the fuck is the clown still there watching us? And, like, the clown can go home at this point in time. Well, he's, yeah. Yeah, his, that, that clown sings a really good song, too. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, God, that was so terrible. So I have, I have a figure, because you mentioned the cake. And this bothered me so much. They have the the cake for the the five year old who loves baseball, and it's set up like a baseball diamond. It has the plates, it has the green field, it has the infield, it has the outfield, and they just have five candles in a sporadic order in the dead <laughs> yeah. center of the outfield for no fucking reason. I'm like, you couldn't have made them like the positions the in infield. baseball and yeah. the infield. Are you? F- it, that yeah. bothered me so much. <laughs> now, I'm not even a baseball well, fan. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing with those candles? Now it bothers me because I, I've. I glossed over that every single time I've watched it, but now that will consume me. That was I, the first thing I noticed. I didn't even look at the cake. I know. I have, You were staring at his haircut? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> his haircut down to like his eyelashes, and uh, his eyes are little teeny, like, just beady little eyes. Things, you know, his but, helmet. I mean, he's got a nice head of hair. He does. It's yeah. nice hair. It's he very does. shiny. Yeah. But it's a helmet. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's a helmet. Yeah. Fuck, uh, like, um, you know, kid actors. I'm pretty I, sure I've had that haircut too. There We've was, all had that haircut. No, I as was an adult. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah like when you grow out a pixie cut, no. you've had that hair before. I, yeah, I, I'd never had that hair actually. We look like simple Jack. Yes, <laughs> yes. So there's there's two things. I only have two notes, so I'm gonna okay. lead into my first notes based on another thing that I just kind of thought of or re- sure. realized when I was watching this movie. So before the wish is made and he can lie, I know it's not a nice thing to do with the whole lying thing but he is so charismatic with the rest of his staff yeah he's not a good person but in the beginning part of it it's great because the one guy comes up and says hey fletcher how's it going he's super nice to all of them and the one guy who is very overweight yeah and say hey man how you doing hey have you lost weight and he's like oh you know you look know out. He's a, yeah. yeah so like he's making him feel good about himself and the other guy you know whatever else he still says hi to his staff and everybody even the girls his co-workers Sh- sherry o'terry yeah yeah with the, the hair, hair which I'd love that at Sherry O'Terry, too. Yeah, I have no idea who that is. She was on Saturday Night Live yeah. when it was really bad. Uh, she, she had one of the best uh, Baba Waba impressions. Barbara Walters. Yeah. Oh, um, like, what the fuck? So it was that. And like, so he was lying is bad, okay? Yeah. But also, like, he was super <laughs> cool about it. And he did it for good reasons most of the time. Right. But then when he... The thing with lying is you don't need to be a dick about it and he was fucking horrible yeah hey man how's it going your cholesterol fatty it's yeah like, you don't that doesn't you could just say like i'm really bad right now yeah you can right. be honest yeah. without saying horrible things I'm to very, people i'm very concerned about what's going on with in my head let me yeah. ask you this if so we'll, we'll one at a time if yeah. you if i made a wish and you weren't allowed to lie for a day what things would get you in trouble do you think like, would you say anything? This is fucking dangerous waters, Chris. <laughs> Tread lightly. <laughs> well, no, I just like, like, no, would, like, would you, do you think you would get in trouble? Do you think you would like... If you asked me a question, like, very direct, like, do you want to do this kind of thing? Or do you want to do this? I would probably just do immediate no. That's what you do now anyway. <laughs> Not always. <laughs> Not oh, always. That sounds like a lot of fun. Hmm. Yeah. Do you think you'd get yourself in trouble if you weren't able to lie? Like, do either of you lie that much no. in a day where you think you'd get yourself in trouble? No, I don't. I don't, I don't think. I, I don't no. think I would get in trouble. 
because mm. we, when you tell the truth, then you don't have to worry about the story when That's somebody true. asks yeah. you like, what true. happened. Oh, I, yes. you know, even if it's something like you fucked up, like, no, oh, I fucked up. Yeah. And this is why, because then true. it's easier to fix. Yeah. And then very people are more likely to help you fix it. Very true. This is very true. Mm-hmm. And that's the lesson that Jim Carrey taught us in 1997's <laughs> Liar, Liar. So Don't that, lie. Th- so that was leading into my my first note, which is which is an, oh wait, oh, oh wait, it was Buffalo it, Bills. Oh wait, yeah, oh, wait. It, it wasn't it wasn't the large gentleman, but it was the very last guy with the, the, the zit, zit on his nose. Yeah. which also like the dude with the zit was sitting very close to him, which close is already talker. just back up a little bit. But he. And I couldn't remember how I knew him, but he was so ingrained in my head in this time and era, too, is because he was one of the friends on Home Improvement, the TV series. Really? Yeah. Okay. He was Jason, and I want to say he was Brad's friend or whatever, one of the two at the time. Yeah. But he looks the identical in that series as he does in this movie, and I'm like, that's all I could picture him as. Hmm. So I had, I'm like, I'm, I know that fucking guy. How do I know him? But then I looked into it. He's like apparently a successful like director and screenwriter, too. I'm like, after the fact, he did the screenplay for Yes, yes Man, which Jim Carrey is also in. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. Yes Man is uh, the only movie where I don't hey. really want to kill Zoe, Zoe Deschanel. Deschanel. Yeah. yeah. Yes Man. Oh, I did, but. And Reese Darby is in it. Have you? I, I've you told say that you, like, as if I'm supposed to know who the fuck that is. Well, he plays Murray in the Flight of the Concords, but he's also in Our Flag Means Death. Right. We Reese, watched a couple two episodes. episodes? Of that, yeah. Oh, yeah. I no? need. I want to go back and watch that again, though. Yeah, I need to. The season two just came out, but my Buffalo Bills moment was actually uh, Boob Girl in the elevator. Really? What is she in? Well, she's actually in a lot of stuff. I know her. Like IMDb was like actually full, which I didn't expect from. Elevator girl right. with the huge tits. Yeah, so like she played, she was in anger management. She played Stacy. I haven't seen that. I don't, yeah, I don't, I, since that came out in DVD, I don't think I've yeah, seen. Yeah, I only I only watched it once in the theater, and then I, I picked that apart at a very young age. Uh, As somebody who has probably anger issues, I hated that movie so <laughs> yeah, much. I, yeah. It made me angry. <laughs> but her name's Krista Allen, and right now you can watch her on The Bold and the Beautiful. That's not where I knew her from, but she's just been in a lot of like TV stuff, like random stuff. You like, I recognize her. Yeah, I know that. Like, is this the first play? Is this the first time I saw her? Probably. But that scene was great. It was. Yeah. And it, as you. No, we probably don't know. A lot of the things, especially in the the reels, you could tell this is they were ad libbed. Oh, Jim Carrey just yeah. fucking just kind of said things. He, I'm sure there was a script for what he said, but it was probably just inappropriate boob comments. Was yeah. probably what the script said. Yep. So, yeah, I love when on because did you watch the bloopers at the end? Of course. Okay. Yeah. The end when uh, what's her name? Kurtz, the other lawyer. Oh, Swoozy yeah. Kurtz, overactor. Yeah, yeah. overactor. Overactor. <laughs> yeah. He, he put me up to it. Then she, oh, sure. Then she throws somebody under the bus. Yeah, fucking when Swoozy. Yeah. I, I remember as a kid, I never like caught that. I remember the whole scene being funny, whatever else. Yeah. I never caught that. That's what she said because we had subtitles on, so I could read it. Yeah, but, like that makes it ten times funnier. Mm-hmm. So like, I didn't know that joke when I was a kid when I watched this movie like eight thousand yeah. times. Yeah, so much better. Uh, they yeah they got away with a lot more in the nineties. Holy shit! Yeah, like the, the boob stuff because this was what PG or PG thirteen? Probably uh, this was thirteen, I think. Yeah, the the boob thing. But then when he's roasting everybody, which is rewatching it, my absolute favorite scene. It was PG thirteen. Oh, really? Yeah, because 
just the S- sticking sticking the rug to the wall i thought was uh, that's the only thing i remember from like when i was yeah, a kid watching this scene but, but putting yourself in those shoes like if you could put yourself in a room full of people like that and then just point at every I'm one of them and just do that? and just roast them god i just that's it's my dream when i did stand up comedy uh and back when this was like kind of a bigger deal at the place i used to do it as uh they would do an annual roast in november like a thanksgiving oh, yeah. roast I found out that was where I was the funniest, apparently. The first <laughs> roast I people. did, I crushed it. And I'm like, well, fuck. That's good and bad. So I just love Do Simmons. Simmons is old. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he goes on, but also. Oh, and he, yeah. dro- he throws a hard R. Out yeah, there. That's the thing. Yeah. That's, that's what yeah, I'm like. They got like, a lot with a lot more. Yeah, they got away with a lot more in the 90s. Yep. But God, yeah, that's funny. You're the biggest brown nose I've ever seen. I can't tell where he ends and you begin. Yeah. Idiot, loser, slut. Ah, uh, love it. Simmons is old. I'm yeah. gonna say that so much. Simmons is old. Simmons is old. <laughs> Dude, Simmons. All right. The only other note that I had was there were some parts in the movie where I I tried to break apart, not intentionally, but just kind of intentionally, okay. subconsciously. But it was when he's talking to. Audrey for the first time about going to Boston. He finds out about it. He goes, you can't go to Boston. It's not fair. He shouldn't have been able to say that phrase. Because it is 100% fair to to, to anybody. It's not not fair. He shouldn't be able to say that phrase because he is a bad dad. He says that like two sentences later. But there's also what we kind of talked about, is my theory anyway, is that it's just what he believes to be true or not true. Right. A lie or not a lie. So deep down, he probably does think that he is a bad dad yes him saying it's not fair he probably genuinely thinks that it's not fair because this is my kid yeah kind of like when he says about the the judge when he wants to to go to the bathroom and then the prostate 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 erection thing so so that was my other one those other main part i wanted to bring up it's like okay so let's just say it's medical studies a scientist or uh somebody in the medical field has a theory and they test it out and they do studies on it or they do like a theorem if they tell him this theorem and they explain it to him, he can say whether it's true or not. If he can't say like yes or can't say right. the phrase, that means it's not true. He could prove or disprove theorems and laws. I'm like, why the fuck shouldn't we like capitalize on that? So it's a nineties movie about yeah, comedy. They're fine. But, but it's like also that's the... that's all I'm thinking about when he's saying <laughs> random stupid shit too. I'm like, we could cure cancer with this motherfucking guy Uh, if that that actually is true and that's also does he actually understand that enough to say whether it's true or not yeah right when he was questioning uh jennifer tilly's lover too uh, Mm -hmm. today like was the first time where i actually paid attention that not only can he not lie but he can't direct somebody with a question that he knows will be answered with a lie oh sure right so like how does he know that they are going to answer with a lie or how does he know it's not true without seeing it or whatever yeah so yeah if he went to a random stranger, so and, Max had a lot asked, of... and asked them a question, yeah, but a stranger, he would have no way of knowing how they would answer whether it's a lie or not. Could he ask the question? So if he asked, you know, is this pen blue? Right. He wouldn't know if they were going to lie or not. This is why. See, he does this with <laughs> every movie that we watch. Yeah. And this is why. You hate movies. Yes, because <laughs> he ruins them. Where you should just take it. This whole movie is you just take it and your, run with it, and your don't popcorn and, and shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But see, that's why I like movies like this because I can 100 percent do that all the time, and I've seen this a million times. I know and you I do can, it, and I do it all I'm, the time. But I also 
can and will do this with movies like this. I think it's easier for movies like this because it's supposed to be. Well, it's supposed to be shut off your brain. Thought provoking. Awesome. Like, yeah. Huh, what would I do? I don't know. What would you? What? I, well, I was thinking today about the caveats in Max's birthday wish that yeah. he just said off screen while yeah. the smoke was flying away. Like, <laughs> oh, by the way, also he won't be allowed to ask questions that yeah. result uh, in lies. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just like Max just said, I don't want my dad to lie for one day. Yeah. yeah. I do like how they do the exposition for that too. Like he says the things he can't do as he's learning them, but he doesn't know that. Like, I'll write it. Yeah. Oh, I no. guess I can't write it either. And then yeah. he starts doing the questions. I can't even ask questions that I know the answer is going to be a lie. It's yeah. Like, that's great exposition. It's Solid lazy expos- as fuck. It's very it's lazy so writing. Great. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Because how else are you going to do that? You can't fucking, on this, on this five-year-old's yeah. fake birthday wish, you can't write exposition. Kind of like in that piece of shit movie <laughs> Old by M. Night Shyamalan where like they just get around in a circle and discuss what they think is going on and then they're right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like every 30 minutes is a year. Oh. That's oh. exactly what's happening. Yes. That, anyway. Yep. I don't have any other notes. Uh, let's see. Those are the only two I wrote down, but I, like, I've kind of gone through other stuff too. But that, that's literally what I wrote down was, uh, Zitboy, which Zitboy. coincidentally, that is his character's titled name. Yeah. He's, he's credited as Zip, Zitboy, Jared Perfect. Paul. Um, and then you can't go to Boston. <laughs> it should, it's not fair. Yeah. Uh, I, I did look today too, because, uh, I was talking about Greta, his lawyer or not his lawyer. I his, love Greta, his, his, his secretary. Right. How you'd think watching the movie, like she's like 90 years old, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I looked today. She was, was not she 90. like 67. She died four years after this movie came out at the age of 67. Jeez. So she was 63? 63. She looked like she was a hundred, yeah. but she was such a sweetheart. She was. I love Greta. I would, I would give even her a when I Again, even when I watch this movie, I love Greta. Especially since she called him on his bullshit all the time. Yeah. And her quippy comments of, duh, he's deflecting comments or he's lying to her. He goes, oh, I'll tell her this. Duh, uh, what is it? Disappoint mother. Awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> tell her I'm on vacation. Still? It's been four weeks. Yeah, t- just on vacation. Yeah. Disappoint mother. Got it. Check. Yeah. I didn't like how she kept calling him boss. Yeah. Like, she called him, I don't I don't think she called him Fletcher once. Like, no. I, I also will say this, though. What the fuck kind of name is Fletcher? I don't know. Besides Caroline. Chevy Chase's name Fletch, Fletch in the movie Fletch, nobody has yeah. been named Fletcher in at the least, history of ever. At least it wasn't Felcher. No? Yeah, mm-hmm. you can Google it. If you're listening, you can Google it. I'm just trying <laughs> to think of like Bob Belcher, but that's, that's vastly <laughs> right different. Now, right now the girl is Googling <laughs> Felcher. And what am I going to find? She's about to shoot a wicked look at me. Uh, let's see. That was it. Yeah, so she died at 67, four years after the movie came out. All right, since you mentioned Greta, I kind of want to do my one one of my titties. And okay. this is one, probably one of my favorite slash horrible ones. So at near the end of the movie, before... <laughs> <laughs> the, the girl Googled it, apparently. Uh, wow. First off, how do you know that off the top of your head? Because <laughs> there, uh, I, I accidentally looked it up once. I think it was oh. South Park. Like I think it's South Park. They have a piano, and the name on the piano is Felcher and Sons, or something like that. Do you know what it means, Christopher? No. Why don't you tell the people? I don't actually want to say it. Just say it. It's funny. I don't. It's not funny. This is from Urban Dictionary. Oh. I so badly want you to bleep 
the words. I know you're not going to. (laughs) (laughs) A person who drinks from his or her partner's usually (laughs) via an an auxiliary apparatus such as a straw or radiator hose. (laughs) I like how it goes from straw to radiator hose immediately. As the as the second most handy thing you have, yeah. Do you have a... I would like you to bleep the start of that to the very end. Yeah. It's not. It'd be funnier if you. It's where somebody and then just bleeps. Ble- I, no, and, I and, gen- and, and then radiator hose. Oh, fun yeah. fun. Please, please do that. Just bleep. I, I, I might. I might. I might not. That'd be, it'd be funnier that way. Actually, I, I also uh, just don't want that. I said all of that on a recording that's out in the universe for all of time. It makes AI me a little can, uncomfortable. Yeah, I can parse those together now. Uh, so <sighs> I might have. Yeah, I might have just edited all that out. But you guys can Urban Dictionary filter. <laughs> I might not edit it out. I might get lazy. Um, uh, that was all I wanted to talk about for that. Oh, good. Uh, I have I one can, titty. Do you have yeah. any titties? I before you before you yeah. sparted it up, I was about to drop the one favorite today I wanted to do. Oh, okay, get, no, no, no. I want you to do yours first, and then if you don't do this one, I'll do it. Uh, no, because yes. I, after that, because yes. I led up to it with a good thing, uh-huh. and then you let, went into that. No, and I don't want to drop this one after that. Shit. All right, no more felching. So what? What do you? What do you have for your titty? No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> All right, no stabbing. <laughs> okay, so near the end of the movie, uh-huh. where Greta is about to leave when she finds out that he can't lie, and she mm-hmm. asks him all this shit, and she gets fired. Or, no, she's quitting. Yeah. She talks about a case where her friend mm, fell through a roof. The burglar. Yeah. burglar. Uh, that's based on a real case. Yep. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. So it's Bodine versus Enterprise High School, March 1st, 1982, around one in the morning. Former student Rick Earl Bodine trespassed onto the school to steal spotlights off the roof. After removing the first one and going for the second one, he fell, resulting in brain damage from the 27 foot fall. Which initially left him mute and quadriplegic. The state declined to prosecute Bodine. The injuries were more than sufficient punishments for, and but Bodine's attorney sued the school. Hmm. They won the case for two hundred sixty thousand dollars up front. Damn. Plus fifteen hundred dollars a month for the rest of Bodine's life. Jesus, is he still alive? And what? I, I don't know. So the dude stole shit off the roof. Yeah, fell through. Fell off. Fell, fell off, through. Yeah. What was the? I mean, what do you what do you sue for? Like, was there not uh, proper legging? Uh, yeah, on the yeah I have no, I, I have like, no idea. I, I don't know what they sued for, but like, so I just you know that's depressing, and the fact that it was based on real shit, and you know, fuck that. Do you think that was fair? No, I'd have got him ten. I would have got him ten. <laughs> I see why you didn't want to follow up. Yeah, no, it's, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> don't listen to me when I tell you something. It's fine. Well, no, I still don't. I want you to do all yours first. Uh, all so. of mine. See, the thing is, I, I just didn't want to do the one. I didn't want oh. you to do her. No stabbing. I, I just I just wanted you to do your one because I have all of them. You could have. Nope. Do it. Do it. No nope. one, please. No. Well, now it's just out of spite. <laughs> you yeah. both are telling me to do which it. Is how she, which Did is you have how something else written? I have a. I have a bunch of titties, yes. No, I, I meant him because oh. he was looking at No, I'm phone. done. Oh, okay. I no. thought you were going to yeah, read no. something. Okay. The scene where Fletcher beats himself up in the restroom. You know, I'm yeah. kicking my ass. <laughs> you mind? Do you mind? Uh, there weren't any sound effects used. He literally just beat the shit beat out the of himself yeah. and they used Ouch. the sounds from that in there. Hmm. When, when Fletcher's doing the uh, the pen war in his office, which is probably yeah. one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. His it's acting. The pen is blue. And what the goddamn pen is blue. Doing the scene before that and like the whole scene, like the facial expression, the way he acts, you can't not do that. Right. Um, 
overacting, sure. But so he he has when he comes up from behind the desk and he's all blue written all over his face. Mm-hmm. Whether it was him or somebody on the crew put uh, BB King on his face as well because <laughs> it's, it's blues. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he has BB King written on his face along. The Is blues. that in the movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. I didn't notice either, but it, apparently it's there. So I want to look again. I want to watch it. Yeah. Mm. So you if you're watching it, Halloween, I think it's on his left side of the face. BB King is written on his face somewhere. Interesting. So Jim Carrey agreed to do the film uh, after reading the script because he was just jacked to play a person that was like normal. Because all those other ones were like right, you know over the top, over the top. Uh, yeah. He he didn't have to alter his hair, his appearance, no makeup, none of that mm. other kind of shit. He actually declined playing Dr. Evil in the Austin Powers movies because he would have had to shave his head and put on contacts. Oh, oh wow. And he's so, like, no, thank you. Well, kind of. So yeah. it's either one or the other. Like, I'm mm-hmm. going to focus on this one because I can not do those things. Mm-hmm. Right. Hmm. He actually does a cameo as his original character, Fire Marshal Bill from In Living Color. I've seen that before. Yeah. yeah. So in that, that was my titty. Was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in that's that a good one. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you, did you watch In Living Color? I've seen some of it, yeah. but I did. I was too young at the time. I was say one is way before your time, and way two, you didn't time. see anything. So. I watched it every night or every Friday night, brand new. Mm, yeah, no, <laughs> I was I was too young for that, but I I have seen because my dad watched it. I, I remember watching it with my dad. Yeah, yeah. J Lo was a dancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a fly girl, fly girl. Um, I have one for Carrie Elwes. I I hope there was more for him because I wanted to know more about him playing this kind of character. But right, I, I couldn't find any like good. I didn't look at like interviews. I didn't delve super deep but uh one that i saw was uh to get inspiration and like to get into character for this he actually bought and listened to self-help books from sky mall <laughs> nice which is just very much a makes, uh, a jerry thing yeah, to do that a makes hospital a administrator sense. thing yeah. mm-hmm. he'd buy self-help books from sky mall <laughs> one of the other ones I'll, I'll do two more so one is kind of a weird one that i read so it's it's a surprise cameo so, Christopher Darden is actually in the movie. For those that don't know, Christopher Darden was oh, the lawyer that prosecuted O.J. Simpson. Oh. Who does he play? He's on the steps as he's leaving, leaving the very first court case, and he asks him, uh, how'd it go in there? And, and he goes, uh, just another victory for the wrongfully accused. Oh, and nice. Christopher Darden responds back, yeah, right. Huh. <laughs> Which is funny, because, you know, yeah. O.J. Simpson and wrongfully accused and victory. Yeah, it's so... I thought that was really funny. That's a that nice that little. A that's a nice titty. Yeah, Christopher Darden. Yeah. Huh. The last one, because you actually brought this up, which I was very surprised about, was when he pulls up in his car for the first time. You're like, "What kind of car is that?" Well, I figured you're going to tell me anyway. Yeah, but you've never asked that about any movie well, ever before, and I was one. I was very happy. Well, I just it's a I, slick little Mercedes. I just thought that he, since he's a lawyer and he has a lot of money, it yeah. would be something fancy. But I didn't recognize anything about it because it's a car oh yeah and they all look the same to me so i figured you could tell me if it was <laughs> yeah. a fancy car or not <laughs> so i have two things in that one because he has like a gold or beige one which is like mm, yeah meh. but it's funny because it's when, probably called champagne i think it is yeah but the funny thing is, is before when a drive a car drives by first and max is like oh is it dad it perks up it's a it's a beige or champagne colored ford taurus mm-hmm. which i laughed about but he pulls up in his car which is a 1996 Mercedes-Benz SL500 convertible. The reason why I bring it up, and I think it's kind of funny as a titty, is it didn't come with a glove box or glove compartment. It's oh. It was not made for the size, and it didn't fit with like, everything else. You don't need gloves when you have a convertible. Space constraints, whatever else. So for the scene where he has to open All the, the glove box and look yeah. like tickets, yeah. he's a different car. Huh. Really? Yeah. That is an even more fascinating titty <laughs> than the last. <laughs> 
that that is actually interesting some solid tits yeah tidbits if you will it's like uh like the girl in the elevator tits yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yes that was those were some girl, girl in the elevator titties mm-hmm. i the okay gross. i mean <laughs> i was just clearing my throat <laughs> It's dry in here. I've had a sore throat for like a week. Mm, and a half. Mm. Um, I want to mm. squeeze him. <laughs> Calm down, John. Um, Mama. I was, what I was going to say is. Yeah, that was creepy. Even, yeah. if, even, even if you can't lie, your first thought should not be mama and then fake suck on titties as yeah. a grown adult. Not a 35 year old man. Not, yeah. not tidbits. Yeah. The other the, kind. The actual yeah. boobs. But what I was going to say is the first, when they walks into the elevator and she has her little cut top on and everything, yeah. uh, the, my first reaction was like, Man, she her self tanner is not applied very well at all. <laughs> it was very patchy. I think that was the second thing I thought. I think it was actually <laughs> what they did is they put makeup to make them look bigger than they actually were, even yeah. though they were probably already pretty big. Yeah. But for the camera, but that very first shot, you can see all of it, and it just looks awful. It hmm. looks bad. It was probably because oh, Krista Allen. I, I wouldn't say at the time because makeup artists are better and they're evolving, but I think. More recently, they've gotten better at contouring smaller chested women to look massive on set. Well, there's a, a I can't remember what movie it was in. Kira but... Knightley in Pirates of the Caribbean. Wow. <laughs> How did you he's know in, that? He's in your head. <laughs> Holy shit. You <laughs> must live together. <laughs> How did you know that, though? <laughs> because I've seen that before. I also, oh, okay. I'm, I'm also a big fan of Kira Knightley. You notice his contouring and stuff like that? Uh, Apparently. Also, Kira Knightley in those movies is kind of a big crush so oh, yeah. That, yeah but yeah her yeah it was all anyway, it doesn't matter yes can't get that i just can't get that, that tickle, out, that of my tickle out of there yeah. jeez so uh oh, did you, you I, wanna, I know titties about titties on a lot of movies you want to reboot do you well that was that was titties on well no, that, that, that was the only titties that i knew titties or, or like the i'm gonna ask you more titties on titties okay the only movie we watch all right the only one I can think of is the one from uh, Total Recall, where the prosthetics for that one was not great. The third one? The third. Boob. Yeah, the yeah. third boob. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's reboot it. Reboot Goofin. Genuine Ostrich. Three payments. <sighs> oh. Okay, so you go first. This is your movie. All right, it's my movie. I only did three. I did four. I did Felcher, Audrey, and Jerry. I did six. Oh, all right. You go Ooh. last. So <laughs> for Fletcher, I have Andy Samberg. Nice. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. For Audrey, I have Emma Stone, mm-hmm. and for Jerry, I have Jason Segel. Okay, mm. I, I mean he, he played. I mean I've seen, I've watched the Muppets movie a hundred times okay. because seven year old. That makes more. He sense. plays that nope, gopey. Hundred yep. percent. Like, yeah. No, that like, makes way more sense because I, I, I'm not a huge fan of him. In even general. in How I Met Your Mother, he's like the. Oh, he's a thousand percent. Wholesome. Is. I hate how he's boy. the one from Saint Cloud. I really hate that fact. Fuck that. I don't like him as a person. So like seeing him in other oh. things is Jason weird Siegel? to me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I have said for a long time. Yep. It's gonna come out that he's a piece I'll of say, shit. We soon. agree on not liking him. You let you think he has. A, I'm not. Say, I'm not saying I disagree. I'm not saying he doesn't have that. He has bad vibes. Yes, I, he does. I he don't might. Like him. I mean, uh, we all know what his dick looks like. If, Unfortunately. It, yeah. yeah. So, so like, I don't against my. It's will. not like yeah. I mean, which is sucks because I actually like that movie and I like him doing the singing parts for the Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny and good, and I. Don't hate him in uh, "I Love You, Man," but yeah. also because I love Paul Rudd that much. Yeah, so like, there's he's, that. I mean, he is really, really, really good in the Muppets movie. I don't know if you've seen it. But I have. No. I actually, actually oh, like the movie. I, I don't like him in it. He plays the part they, well. They well, play that. But part, I they play fucking their hate so him well. in that. So those. That's the three I did. What do you got? 
So I did uh, I did Fletcher, Audrey, Jerry. I also did Samantha Cole. Okay. Uh, so for Fletcher, I did uh, Charlie Day. Okay. So I was trying to figure something goofy that's like also yeah. younger. That could th- that was a tough one for me, but I feel he could do that really well. He's done some good movies. Yeah. He's really good. He's in a the good actor, and he's a, a small he, part. His when he does like the crazy shit on like uh, Always Sunny, and he's fast talking. Yeah. He would play that really well. I think for Audrey, I did uh, Amanda Seyfried. Okay. Seyfried. Eyeballs. Yes. Yeah. Jerry, I did uh, Michael Sarah. Oh God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's old enough now too. That's, that's what's so that's, yeah. that's why I didn't pick him first because I wasn't sure. But yeah, he's he's old enough to play that. And I'm like, that's yeah. so weird because I haven't seen him in anything in a while. I'm like, so I wasn't sure, but he hey, can totally kiddo. do that. Yeah, he oh, can totally God. do that. God, he'd be and so one for good luck. <laughs> yeah, he'd be creepy in it only because it's Michael Sarah. But like, he'd be so good at that. Mm-hmm. We'll oil it up and put a rubber band around it. I'm actually picturing him more oh. in like. Uh, <laughs> God in uh, Arrested <laughs> Development because Arrested Development where he yeah. plays like super straight lace but also just really awkward yeah that okay All that right. as an adult as an adult one hundred percent and then for uh, Samantha Cole I did uh, Alexandra Daddario that sounds like a name I've heard she's uh, more recently uh, Baywatch and she's been in other things but she's just younger brunette that probably would go blonde for Hollywood but also just has big tits and just okay. could play hired could could could. <laughs> Could, could play uh, <laughs> socialites trying to money grub. Yeah, okay. What do you got? Yes. Hold on, hold on, pause. Uh, tr- a true detective. The oh, one, the, her. The one that he cheats on yeah. his wife with. That's Alexander Dario. She creeps me out, but yeah. Th- that's why, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so I said I did six, but I realized that I did reboot Max, but I, I said mall kid. Oh, so I, well, yeah. I only really okay. did five. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just doing so, yeah, it if the char- I was just writing the characters down first. Yeah. So yeah. I wrote Max down. Then when I got to it, I was just like, Mall Kid. Mall yeah. Because <laughs> again, fucking child actors. Just make it yeah. like a house plant that you both really like. A Japanese peace lily. Yeah. Uh, um, I need to come pick up the plant. <laughs> my weekend. No, it's my weekend. You can't take my place to Boston. Yeah. That's my plant. The air and sunlight isn't good out there. I can't, I can't get a water room then. Yeah. It's not arid enough. <laughs> this is where he wants to be. We know nothing about plants. Because arid is bad for plants, by the way. I know. It's a desert. I know. They're in the desert. So the plant wouldn't thrive in Boston. Beantown, baby. Ben Affleck. Which, what do you which got? Which apparently you can go... This, <laughs> I, 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 I made this comment to always. <laughs> Besides, I'll, I'll take him to Fenway. Great baseball, awesome. Yeah, there's there's camping and hiking. Where the fuck are you in Boston? You're going camping and hiking just outside of Boston. No, yeah. it's a harbor. It's a oh shit. He's right. <laughs> so for Fletcher, I picked <laughs> I picked Ryan Reynolds. Okay, that'd be yeah. That That's the work. only there's thing. There's no I other. There's no other person actually that would get that role. Right, I was trying to think That's of who, who possibly would be able to do... They wouldn't be able to do it like Jim Carrey. No, nobody that was, could. That's the only, physical, there's yeah. nobody no. alive right now that can do that. No. That's Or would even fit the age bracket yeah, for it. Yeah, it just wouldn't work. So, Ryan Reynolds, but in his own way. Yeah. Um, Audrey, I have Rachel McAdams. Yep. Nice. Which, uh, I almost did her as Samantha Cole. We talked about this, too. Okay. I think she could play the kind of icy bitch, and I went for Mean Girls. Mm, yes. Mm. For Jerry, I have Daniel Radcliffe. Because right. I oh, yeah. think it would be fun to have a British guy come in and be the. Well, Carrie always is British. Yeah, but he, ha- he oh, have his British accent. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, that's what yeah, I mean. Like, you should have done Rupert Grint then. He went way better as the fucking weird stoic guy. Yeah, you fucking dummy. No, Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> as like the straight laced like. Mm. Hey, kiddo. He also has yeah. a, he, he has a better range though. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yep. For Miranda, 
I have Charlize Theron. Mm, hey. Mm. And like then for movie. Samantha, this would be the one. This is the person who would get me to go see a reboot of this movie, of her playing this character, oh, yeah. is Nicole Byer. I don't know if you've ever heard of her. No. So she's a comedian. She's a comedian. And she pops up on my TikTok all the time, and she's so fucking funny. And I love her. And I don't know if she's in any movies or not. And who are you giving that role to? Who are you? Samantha. Oh, Samantha. Yeah. Okay. The I just imagine her with the, I don't know. It, yeah. It, that would get me to see this movie. You know, yeah. I was never a big Jennifer Tilly Fan. yeah she's all right but same only her the voice. only thing i the only thing yeah. i liked her in was later Stuart in life no. <laughs> no oh god that no. like western movie era no uh, child's play the most the the, the newer oh, ones bride like of bride chucky, of chucky like yeah. those things made more sense for her character because sure. she could one overact and two turn into a homicidal doll yeah. and her personality is just doll with big tits and like, who was is she married to do you remember oh fucking no all right Shoot! I love how the there's there's been a meme going around though. The stepsister of Elvira and Dolly Parton is Jennifer Tilly. She's the intermediate between the two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she... not goth enough, but she's also not you know mm-hmm. A- mm-hmm. Any, anything. Um... No, Jennifer Tilly. Uh, I thought she was married to somebody famous. Oh, that's right. That's where I see her all the time. I dealt poker for a while, and she's on like all the poker tour shit. Oh, because she's a poker player. Ugh. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. I was oh, trying to Jennifer, find a TikTok to send you. Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. Uh, so now, fuck Mary Kill. Mary Kill. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, it's my movie. I'm going first. Yep. Fucking Elevator Girl. Lady in Elevator is how she's Lady credited. Lady in Elevator is how she credited. Yep. I'm going to marry Jerry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I'm killing Jennifer Tilly. Mm, sure. Sure. Money grubbing bitch. I mean, yeah. 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 Our, ours is basically the same. Shocking. Uh, Krista Allen, Lady yep. Elevator Girl, effing. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna marry Audrey though. One, she seems very forgiving. Also, like, super, <laughs> yeah, you need that. Su- su- <laughs> super patient. Yeah, and like, you know, they have she a decent seems house. Very forgiving. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, she's probably got to have his money in the divorce. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I'm killing Samantha Cole as well. Yeah, yeah. fuck that bitch. Yeah, she got. I it. already, I already won my statement. I won all this money. I want the fucking kids too, because because uh, more money. I want ten, They're mine. ten grand yeah. a month. Ugh. Yeah. The, they are mine. You haven't paid for them yet. Holy yeah. fucking shit. Yeah, yeah, she's a pretty wretched person. She's yeah. a bad, yeah. She's um, got to go. Yeah, so my F is Fletcher. Okay. My Mary is Jerry. Nice. And my kill is Samantha. Oh, look at that. Jennifer Tilly gets to the trifecta. Yep. Kill. Fuck Jennifer Tilly. And yep. apparently... Well, uh, not Jennifer... T- it's Samantha. It's Samantha Cole. Samantha Cole, yeah. 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 Not the actual actress. Yeah. No, no, she's fine. We don't, we don't know her well enough. She's we fine. I hate, she I plays hate poker, poker and likes horror movies. So I that's... hate poker for a totally different reason than right. you, Jennifer. Yeah. Also, so it's my movie pick. Yeah. And remember, I told you I picked a movie, and I had. Yeah. And I actually told Chris that I had picked that movie. Okay. And I was planning on watching it, and then as we were talking, a light bulb went off, and I went, <gasps> so I've repicked my movie. That's going to cost you a dollar. I know. I don't care. Okay. I, I that... thought about that, and I don't care. All that... right. All right, well, so I, now we have to guess. Yeah, so now you have to guess. Well, that doesn't fuck. God damn it! Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I'm I like, can, what the fuck? I can well, just tell you if you want. That's fine. No, uh, no I'm. G- give us a minute. We can cut out the blank time. I will here, tell you but... this: we talked about this actress during this episode. <laughs> okay. So it's not off of like music no, or but, whatever. But you knew her last time. I'm guessing I know who the actress is. I didn't but... realize who it was, and it's not Bubble Boy. I'm not doing You're that. Not, okay, because that I I, know. I thought. I mean, that honestly, now that we're we're done, yeah. Uh, that's why I picked Liar Liar because I was really like, I was like, oh, 
Swoozy Kurtz is in this. Yeah. So I'm gonna make my pick. Bait me into bait you into picking Bubble Boy. Why? Because I was, I was gonna make like a huge bet with you that I was gonna guess what oh. you made. Huge, huge, huge I thought bet. it was weird that you were going hard. Cause so here's anybody who's listening. I was going hard in the paint on Friday, like trying like, to get. I like, know 100 percent what you're going yeah. to pick. Blah blah blah. And then I was really confused, and I was like, "Well, Jesus, what the fuck?" Like I thought I was missing something, and I was like, "Okay, I'll pick my movie." And so I just went about it like I normally do, and I went off the music, and I picked Georgia Rule, which actually Carrie Elways is in that too, which right. I didn't realize. Yeah. But so I picked that movie, and then I had to write it on a post-it and give it to Bonnie <laughs> and say, "Here, so so he." I couldn't lie. Yeah. And then because that's a movie told me what movie. And I was like, how could I get to Bubble Boy? Yeah. Like, the fuck? I was like, Swizzy Kurtz. Yeah. And then like, George Rule. And he's like, what the fuck? Even what is the that? fuck is? All right. Well, I think then you're going to take Anne Haney. Okay. And do Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay. You know what? I got nothing. You're correct. I was right. Damn it. Yeah. Mrs. Oh, nice. Well, as you were ta- as you guys were talking about her, because I forgot she was in this movie first off. Right. And then so when would you pick? Mrs. Doubtfire. No, no, no. Oh, Greta. Oh, she is in Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. yeah. So right. as we were watching it, I had a moment. It wasn't quite an oh, wait, because I couldn't figure out how I knew her. Yeah. But I just was like, she seems familiar, but it's probably just from this movie is what I thought. Yeah. And as you guys were talking about it, I w- I had the vision of Mrs. Doubtfire where yeah. she takes the cream Hello. and she puts it on and her the, face. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, she's in Mrs. Doubtfire. She's and then I totally double checked. Mrs. Doubtfire. And I yeah. fucking love that movie. So we're doing Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, that's okay. cool. That's perfect. That is, yeah. yeah, that is a really good movie. Um, so sorry, Pat, if if you do still listen because she watched Georgia <laughs> Rule. But I'll watch oh. it so we can, me and you, Pat, can talk about it together. I'll, I'll watch it, too. I'll jump in because like, I was planning on buying it. Where can we watch that? I have no fucking idea. No. No idea. Okay, okay so you can <laughs> rent it, rent it on Prime for two dollars and eighty nine cents. Just buy it. Just buy it. Just buy it. It's worth it. What do you mean? What's that face? I haven't seen. You've seen it before. You wouldn't buy Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh no, I thought you were talking about the George Rule. Oh, oh shit. no, no, no. That's, why I, was, that's why I was, like, I was like, just buy, just buy the, just buy the movie you've never seen before. George Rule is on Max. George Rule is available apparently on everything. Well, okay. it's not on Netflix. She said, but she did say it's on. It's Max. on Max. Yeah. Okay. Yes, well, buy Mrs. Doubtfire. So watch George Rule, but we're going to be reviewing Mrs. Doubtfire next yes. week. And you also probably have it in a VHS drawer or a DVD somewhere. Yeah, yeah, and it's also Hello. on TV. Yeah. So a this, drive-by this whole fruiting. time. This whole time. This yeah. coming this coming Friday, mm-hmm. we'll be doing my Halloween pick, which is Beetlejuice. 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 So that's this Friday, and then we will also be drawing a the our, our fan pick. We've got quite a few entries, mm-hmm. so I'll, we'll more list, than I thought. More than we yeah, more than we thought. Yeah. So it was we more will, than three, so we're good. Yeah, so we'll list those off, and then we've got a little fun game that we're gonna play to figure out which movie it is. Yep. So listen, Beetlejuice, for what our pick for the bonus episode Beetlemire. for the last Friday. Beetlegeist? And watch Beetle? Mrs. Delfire. I hope you enjoyed That's... what you listened to today. Uh, listen again on a different format, and then we'll get more listens, and then we'll get driven up, and then we might get paid to do this shit sometime. Wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't Woo! that be fun? You could review, uh, rate, review, subscribe. You can email us at yarealgood at gmail.com. We're on the facebooks and the instagrams at ya real good and you can buy our merch at redbubble.com ya and then real search good for pod. ya real good pod and that was a uh, liar liar next week we've got mrs delfire mm-hmm. this is ya real good my name is john i'm ellen i'm chris yeah real good real yeah. good now <laughs> bye